0: M.S.W. <laughs> Media. I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we are Frangela. And welcome to The The Final Word. Westwood One presents The Final Word. The 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 Final Final Word. Word. The Final Word. With Frangela. Angela. The The Final Word. Ah! happy and applauding we, we missed our bow from you our, our weird oh our God. weird sound effect it kind of starts the day off it does uh, first of all thank you for listening and subscribing and for rating this the number one go in there just put all the stars just yes. put all the stars and say when you're rating this podcast I think you should use language like life-changing mm-hmm. life-affirming yes could save the planet yes, these yes. are things that won't be hyperbole they like. won't be out of line mm-hmm. with what they you know I think the, it's like a humble way of saying absolutely Absolutely. Is. We also want to tell you that if you don't already know that we have another the final word dialogues. dialogues coming out and we it's out, yeah, it's it's out. out. as, as of out. today Tuesday as that's right and here's the deal we had the opportunity to interview and talk with the incredible Danny Zucker and uh, who has a book out uh, about his Twitter war with Donald Trump yes. and it's called uh, He Started It He Started It you can go to hestartedit.com mm-hmm. to uh, get the book and all the, pro- the profits from that book go to three charities that have been directly attacked I would say and mm-hmm. threatened by the Trump cabal uh, Planned Parenthood the Wildlife Relief Fund and uh, Racist, which we've talked a lot a lot on this podcast. They're an organization, Racist Texas, that is um, helping and advocating for asylum seekers and immigrants at the southern border. And those are great charities. So that's one reason to do it. So it's like you get to get this book that'll make you happy and make you laugh and, and show you how uh, Danny Zucker, who is the EP and showrunner of Modern Family, mm-hmm. and has worked as a writer in comedy for years. Uh, the interest by Paul Slansky he's another great comedy writer and political guy and who wrote a really great book um, about the Reagan uh, era, I believe. And please check it out it's a lot of fun and it's an excellent podcast yes. it's a dialogue it's you know it's a little something it's a little holiday gift from us to you that's right he's hysterical yes i do want to say they're swearing there is a little we, bit well once we told him you could swear, swear it, it just, went it went it, it went to hell in a handbasket real, real quick what i love is that he went straight for the worst word. i know like it was like there was no stop that's <laughs> when you know somebody's truly a comedian totally speaking <laughs> of comedians we're comedians um, oh, and right. we have a comedy album that you can purchase right now. It's called Resist. You can get it at KillRockStars.com. Or you get iTunes. Uh, you can get it at iTunes. And it's really, really fun. And so, you know what? Just go ahead and pick that up. Go in ahead. Fact, we'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait. Go, go ahead. We'll go give ahead. you like 10 seconds. Yes. No, go. Yeah, get the album. And there's a cool gift. Um, we talk about having pop-up protests. Mm-hmm. And um, we uh, th- you can go to Kill Rockstars and see that you can get yourself a little fuck Trump sign. Mm-hmm. And that you can carry it everywhere with you. And we were just in um, Portland. That's right. Over the weekend, we did the show called LiveWire. PRI's yes. LiveWire. Mm-hmm. And, uh, had it's going to be out in t- January. It's going to be out I'm gonna, January I'm 4th. I want to say 4th, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be out 4th. January 4th. And so we were just there, and uh, we're on the same episode as... Uh, uh, Dan Savage, yes, who's hysterical who was hysterical. I was, just, you know what? I didn't get a chance to meet him, but I just still, I was just so excited to be in the room with him. I, he's, a, I'm a big fan. I've been a fan of his since the '90s. And Shaughnessy this is his first name, and I'm losing his I last know. name. But he's the man who wrote this really cool book that just came out called "The Cure for the Hangover." Yes, or whatever. Or it's like a history of the cure of the hangover. Yes. So that was really interesting. It's a cool episode, and we we're really honored to be on the show. But we'll remind you as we get closer to that. Yes, um, but you'll be. And this is the thing about our album that's I love about comedy albums, especially now in with the digitizing of music. Etc. You know. Sometimes I just listen to the, the sex, that the the joke I need at that moment. Right. 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 Well, the you know. I need. Well, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, what else was I going to say? You can watch our television show if oh, it's on in right. your area. Called it's called Me Time with Frey Angela. It's a talk show. And we Day had a great time. time. We had a we great do time a great doing time. it. And actually, you can go see bits on our YouTube channel for Me Time with Frangela. Mm-hmm. Um, please follow at me at Me Time Frangela. It's really helpful, even if you don't get to watch it. Lie to people, tell them you watch it and you love it. It's helpful, right? Um, it's it's just hey, we're a family. Let's mm-hmm. act like it. Yeah. Uh, so um, we have a lot of fun, and there's some really funny. Yesterday they put we put up they put up little. You can see lots of like little bits of the show cuts. And yesterday on um, I think on Instagram and on probably on all of them Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. but on the YouTube channel they put up. It, it, I have to. To say, I forgot we did so. We've done so many episodes, you sort of forget, yeah. But an episode on micro cheating, yeah, which I thought was when you cheat just a little bit of it's cheating, like just cheating. Like, I just, I just well, well, that's, that's not gently, what micro cheating is, it is. And I gently caressed the rocks back, <laughs> you know, <what laughs> mean? that's all that happens. That's a happen. really micro cheating, no, micro cheating is where you're having like, um basically emotional affairs. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yes, yes. But there's more to it than that. So that was a lot of fun. Please check that out. You know what I was going to say um, also, and I meant to bring it up before we started, but I'll talk to you about it right now during the show. That's fair. Um, I w- if you guys would write us, because we're getting up to the end of the year now. That's right. And we're going to be doing a maybe one or two, like a New Year's episode, I'm sure, and a wrap up or year in review. And so what would you like to see or hear, have us talk about? Because I thought about we could be talking about out our predictions well I think definitely but let us know we predictions I'd also love to, for those of you the idiot of the week comes out That's usually right. the day after uh, the final words so idiot of the week usually out on Thursdays uh, your favorite idiots yes. of this year we yeah. can do a best of idiots for 2018 mm-hmm. a lot of people we've talked about professional idiots yes. professional idiots are people like Trump. You know, um, what, you know why I never liked doing professional idiots? They depress me. I know because they actually affect our lives. Yes. And you it's know not what? Just I don't some find myself being funny, funny about, it. about it, being laughing. But you at are. It. I am. I am. I'm serious. I don't know. You, you just, should be this my this friend. Is, well, you know, well, let's not rush things. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> let's get to know each other. A so, little yeah, bit. write us uh please. But, yeah, let us know what you'd like to hear at the end of 2018 or what you think. What stories? What were the biggest stories of the year? For you, For you personally. And write us at frangela08 at gmail.com and we will get that a going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, I'm asking you to produce our uh, upcoming shows. For free. For free. And also buy our album. Yes. So it's actually not free. <laughs> <laughs> We're asking you to pay to produce our show but Ooh. I know that you will understand that that's how democracy works that is that is that is we are two black women trying to make it in the world Look we'll at get you throwing it out there <laughs> just throw it out there it out there you know what I have <laughs> head up. A oh, just <laughs> almost started to sing it I was gonna say I was gonna be fish don't burn in the kitchen fish same, don't burn I was saying, same song just different parts of it <laughs> different places in the same river you know what I'm saying the river of life the river of black womanhood <sighs> and there was one article I saw this that I've seen the last few days reading the news that was like black woman won 2018 watch them in 2020 <laughs> basically it was like black women gonna take 2020 too. Yeah. Um. so I have to say in general though hmm. the midterms here we are you know a few weeks later yeah. even though there's still kind of going on in a few places right I feel better girl shut your mouth I feel shut measurably better not only do I feel better I I was I was thinking about this last night when I was washing my face before bed I not only do I feel better I feel lighter yes, I feel I feel like a, buoyant yes. I, again and it, you like know something ha, the, 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 it lifted mm-hmm. knowing that the only reason that the Republicans have been able and we're going to talk about that here I guess now ish mm-hmm. um, the only reason that, that this is not an agenda that most of the country wants mm-hmm. by any means I don't have to just guess at that I do still need that half of the country to vote. We do need to to keep up that battle. But without gerrymandering, without lying, without hiring, allegedly possibly hiring operatives to come take people's ballots illegally from them, without the tricks of the trade, the Republicans, many Republicans who who stayed in office would not have been able to. Now, So let's get into this specifically because, you know, you just alluded to what's happening in North Carolina, right? It was an illusion. Yes, you alluded to it. I intimated, <laughs> insinuated. Now, let me directly state it. There's some fuckery going on yes. in North Carolina. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's like when we are talking about the fact uh, that there was a potentially, allegedly a dirty trickster who was uh, hired by the Republican candidate. Steady H. How- Hoyer. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and and here's the thing that the, the oh no no that's a different race sorry oh I'm sorry uh, the the amount of votes that are separating the Democrat and the Republican yes. in that in that state is uh, in 905, that race it's five it's nine hundred and five so it's for North Carolina's ninth congressional district um, and it was between Harris and the Democrat Dan McCready mm-hmm. and again they're separated by nine hundred and five votes according to the unofficial returns but. There is a substantial question about what's been going on with these ballots. Um, is particularly the absentee ballots in a, two particular districts. Who has ever heard of somebody coming up to your front door, Thank ringing you. your doorbell and asking for your absentee ballot? That's not how it works. And that they take it in. And, and this woman was talking about, she's like, unbeknownst to her, she was hired by this man, paid 75 to to $100 a week to go and collect these ballots this woman is talking about it. like she's like no, i she did, didn't i was doing it. Saying, well here's the thing about how all of this works you remember you got in the mail once this thing and it was very official looking. Yes! And it said that you, uh, you were in trouble for something. Mm-hmm. Or, or no, it, it said that our trade, was it our trademark? What was it? If you're, uh, it's our trademark. Uh, one of our yeah. trademarks um, was uh, that we owed, um, what was it, was $900 mm-hmm. or something uh, in order to maintain the trademark. It was really harsh looking and it had government this and government that on it. And I'd received one before. And I was like, look at the very bottom at the small print and then turn it over and read the small print. Right. It was. It's actually an ad. It's a scam. They yeah. make it look like a bill. And what it really is, it's a company that supposedly lists your trademark in right. some book somewhere. Right. But they make it look like you're about to lose. And it, that's how it, not make it look like, it says you're about to lose your trademark. Yes. And so this is what happens in life to a lot of us. Anything dealing with the government is a little bit scary. Yes. You get something from the government, somebody shows up at your door from the government, it's a little bit scary. And we all, I think, not, not all of us, but in general, I know I get nervous. And you tend to, to go with... This sort of weird innocence or naivete, they must mm-hmm. be telling the truth. But just like nobody should ever ask for your pen, right. Nobody comes to your door when you vote. I, whether or not they should—that's another question, right? And but it, and nobody here's the comes problem. to the door when you vote. Nobody's collecting your ballots that way. That is not how it gets done. But I understand why people would think would yeah. fall for that, right? But I, and I feel so bad because I know nobody who's listening to this podcast necessarily that would happen to. But it might happen to a family member. Yeah. If, if I, it did happen to you, I get it. Yeah. Because I get why somebody comes to your door. They flash some sort of identification. You don't know. Yeah. And 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 it, it it looks official, and you wouldn't think you'd think hey, we have this tends to believe that because the things are illegal people don't do them, which is weird because we wouldn't have an idiot of the week. But that's sort of another thing we say to ourselves is, well this can't be illegal. Who would be so brash as to go and and, and collect ballots from people when you don't have a right to them? Or to falsify signatures? They've been finding on a lot of these absentee ballots, it looks like the same group of people signed all of them. Because they have to be witnessed. But usually people have a friend or family, whoever's around. But somehow this the same group of people have witnessed all of these absentee ballots Mm -hmm. and, and the problem is it just doesn't the numbers don't add up No. so this man didn't win there are more Democrats registered than Republicans in these districts yet somehow he won more of the absentee but, ballots and, and they're saying and they're saying he only got 19% of that vote right well, but, but somehow but, but, he gets but, but, but you're going you win that it's like but the absentee 81%. ballots he got he got all, all A- 100% those, yeah. uh, it, it's so it's it's the kind of result that had no one even come forward. It should give you pause, and it should get re- looked at. And they've talked about one. They've talked about not taking the seat, refusing, mm-hmm. refusing to allow it to be confirmed. So that's still going on because the, so far the task force, uh, committee on House oversight, has found evidence of 748 tainted votes. Wow. That's within now you're down to what? Two hundred? Yeah, right. Less than two hundred? Less than two hundred votes. I, we need we need to vote again. Yeah. That, to me you just go, you know what, this one didn't count. Nope. And you do it again. You do but it that's again. we have to care more about so that's a huge issue. Then also going on in Wisconsin and Michigan and Angela says also in Ohio. Oh, Ohio's been doing this. This is not yeah. You know, as Rick Scott is leaving, uh, they are trying Cause to because he lost, because he lost. But you know what? But I've never seen anybody. They're like vipers. Yeah, they're like snakes that even though you cut cut the body in half, the the mouth is still working, and it jumps up and bites you in the neck as it as it's going out. That's exactly what's happening. Well, they did this. You uh, know, they did this in um, Ohio when the uh, new governor, a Democratic governor, got elected, replacing Republicans. And so before that Democrat could get into office, and this is what's happening in Wisconsin, what they're trying to do in Michigan, before these Democrats can take office, the state legislatures are still controlled by Republicans, which, again, in many times is the result of gerrymandering, mm-hmm. um, at which we I want to get into more. But what they're doing is creating um, laws, trying to pass legislation that strips those offices of their power. Which I so, don't understand how you can look, you know, that you're going to sit here as lawmakers yep. and you are going to hamstring the process to me that is the most disgusting despicable What's, thing I have ever it's heard completely of my anti-democratic. life and they're very open about it so two years ago North Carolina set this precedent uh, when the Republican controlled right. legislature stripped the incoming Democrat Roy Cooper's power over cabinet appointments mm-hmm. made the state's judicial system more partisan this is a judicial system I want you to think about this yeah. that's who goes to jail who doesn't what gets decided in courts um, and ensured that the state's board of Elections would be controlled by Republicans in election years. Mm-hmm. So uh, they've been in legal fights ever since because of it. It's a power grab meant to offset losing democratically elected yeah. power. Yep. Um, so last Friday, the Republican state lawmakers in Wisconsin somehow came up with a 141 page package of bills. That would give Republicans power over the key gubernatorial decisions and weaken the role of the attorney general. Because guess what? Guess what seats they lost? Right (laughs) in this last election, exactly. So it's things like they want to cut down the number of early voting days. They want to limit that. Um, They want to. And and here's my. I'll, I'll stop you right there. If I am a person who lives in that state, and I am, and my lawmakers want me to have less access. To my civil my 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 civil right. Let's access to put them in power, which yes, yeah, yeah. That's it's also anybody who doesn't want people voting shouldn't be in office. Um, They also want to um, be able to hire, have the Republican legislature hire their own lawyers that we would pay for, that Wisconsin people Mm -hmm. um, that the citizens would pay for to replace the attorney general, basically. So that's a way for them to hire themselves and their friends, right. and not have the democratically elected Democratic Attorney General be in charge of anything. Right? But there's a constitutional issue there, but again, you have to go litigate all of this. Right? Um, they want to change the date for Wisconsin's 2020 presidential primary from April to March. <laughs> It's just it's just these these things are trying to just make sure that it doesn't matter who you vote for the Republicans will hold will still be able to hold power mm-hmm. and that's over and over again what you see in these Jerry in this gerrymandering situation is if you look at the numbers over and over again it wouldn't matter like in North Carolina, it, the way that they've gerrymandered up and they've diluted Democratic votes, it doesn't matter if most of the people are Democratic. It doesn't matter if the Democrats get most of the vote. They still get the least number of seats. Yeah, It's cheating. Yeah. It's straight up Straight up cheating and yep. destroying people's ballot and power to vote, yeah it's fucked, yeah, and you have we have to stay diligent and you have to get your calls out yeah. get your calls out to everyone in these states. Don't forget two zero two 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 four three one two one that is the uh, general switchboard for the house. Call, and let them know what you're thinking, we're going to have to protest. I'm going to women's March in d c mm-hmm. go to the women's March where you are yep it's yeah. messed up it's messed up. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. And we love it. Love it. Yes. Angela's been using it for like ever and I love it too okay just go to stitchfix.com slash frangula and tell them your sizes what styles you like and how much you want to spend on each item Ooh, ooh. and you can every day pretty much you can go in there and just hit things you like Mm -hmm. and it's like how they help like fill out your profile it's fun it's amazing it's easy and you get paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick items to send right to your door then you try them on pay for only what you love and return the rest shipping exchange Changes and returns are always free. Yeah, they send the shipping envelope with you. It's so easy. Yeah, There's no subscription required. You can sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get your fix whenever you want. So you don't have to do it every month or every month whenever you want. Yes. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20, which is applied towards anything you keep from your shipment. That's right. And if you keep it all, there are discounts. It is amazing. I love it. I've loved every box I've gotten. Yeah. So get started now at stitchfix.com frangela. And you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all the items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash Frangela to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash Frangela. Do it. You will love it. You'll love it. I'd like to switch gears and talk about uh, the passing of George uh, Herbert Walker Bush, Sr. Um and one of the things that I wanted to talk I was talking to Angela about before we started is this thing that I'm watching on online and a lot of liberals having an issue, which is do we do you allow the canonization of a complicated uh and often disliked on on this side of the aisle uh president to happen do you or do you do what your mama told you to do is when somebody dies shut your mouth and be quiet you know how do we you know during this passage behave what's expected of us because I've seen people like literally getting in arguments over this this whole week last few days being like shut up stop talking about it or did you know that this is a person who stood by and let and watched you know all these gay uh, over 100,000 gay men die alone with no help and this that and the other so you know it's like where do we all get to fall on the spectrum well, I want to say, first of all, you, Francis, know of mm-hmm. my personal distaste for process conversations. Mm-hmm. I really hate conversations about how we have conversations mm-hmm. in this way, because a lot of times it, it derails from everything. Yeah. Right. So, you know, Megan McCain starts yelling at Joy Behar on The View about shut up. I don't want to hear your opinion on global warming. And in the middle of her actually giving a compliment to, to uh, George Bush Sr., um, in terms of his stand on climate change mm-hmm. and on, on global warming back when he was in uh, the president and, and that he took a stand on it. Uh, so my thing is, number one, you don't have the right to tell other people what they have to think or talk about. Mm-hmm. Number two, I think that there's room for both. I think you can talk about somebody's legacy and be respectful um, of of somebody's passing without without stifling fair commentary right. about their work. I mean, to me, um, I will admit that every time they show that dog Sully by the casket, I burst into tears. Oh my goodness! Oh, <laughs> when they with the picture of the dog with the hand, bo- bo- Bob Dole standing up, ninety five oh years gosh. old, and saluting, saluting him. him. He, here's my here's my issue. Th- those things can all happen, but the re- I, where I have to stop and go. You know, there are twenty four hours in a day. We have room for both. It's not disrespectful to have an honest conversation about somebody. There's a different to me. What you're th- this issue of can you um can you have that kind of discussion that takes a more full fulsome look at somebody's life that maybe that possibly will have some negative or critical things to say only if not if you're talking to the family right that's my thing it's like not at the funeral not at the wake not at the viewing and not with the family not in the rotunda at his viewing but we as people out here in the world it is we get to evaluate whatever we want to yeah and you know what and for me you know what? You are saying it in a respectful way, but you know, and I'm not, and I'm not here to, you know, tell anybody how to behave. But I, it's a conversation I feel like needs to be said out loud because I, I am watching it. People go at each other, you know, who are on the same side of well, things. This is my thing. Stop policing each other's behavior in that way. Yes. Um. You don't. Have, if you don't like it, don't say it. Yeah. And then you can say, you know what. If you really don't want to have that conversation, you know what? I don't really want to have this conversation and stop having it. Mm-hmm. But but screaming and getting violently, you know, or verbally abusive with each other over a, here's my thing. Let me tell you what I think of George H. W. Bush. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's really interesting. I think this is something that happens when people die, this sort of canonization. Mm-hmm. But also this, you know, what I, I for me, there's a critique here of what happens when um, white heterosexual wealthy men um, get talked about and how their life gets evaluated versus other people. Yeah. You know, you look at somebody who, and I know Michael Jordan isn't dead, but my, thankfully, I'm not. I don't want that, obviously. But Michael Jordan, you know, Michael Jordan. People, how many times do you have you heard that he's just he's just naturally gifted, naturally talented, this or that? They take away the credit for his hard work right. or whatever else. What I have been interested in is I listen to the Daily, which is the New York Times podcast, and they talked about uh, had a you know a presidential expert guy who studies all that, talking about um, the legacy of George Bush Senior. and It was interesting to me to see how he characterized this man's life. There's a woman who's been giving the same commentary. I think she may have written a book. I've seen her a lot. I can't think of her name right now. But what they said is, number one, they talked about his um, pulling himself up by the bootstraps and making his own name. Well, that, that's not true. No, it, it's a very it's a really interesting <laughs> way to look at somebody who has access, comes from the money with access uh, and a, power. He's an East Coast wealthy man who well moved. situated family in the military. All Absolutely. of that. And, and but what he did was he moved. And this is the way they said it on the report in, mm-hmm. the, in the on air. He moved to Texas to make his own way. So he couldn't rely on his name. I'm sorry, did, are you suggesting that people in Texas had no idea who he was? Right. They just had no way of knowing where this Bush guy <laughs> came from. And then they literally said the sentence and he got lucky and made his own million, made himself a millionaire. So uh, to me, you just robbed the reality yeah. of all of the white privilege, yeah. all of the class privilege, Absolutely. all of the access to people, loans, whatever he needed to luck up. Here's a my a question. Here's my question. I just don't think that we're making wealthy old white men like we used to. How did we used to make them? Well, like like we do, you know, in in these families and in these dynasties and what have you. And I just don't, I don't know if there's, you know, in forty years that guy is going to be around those bushes. That guy, it's not going to be around. We're not going to have that guy. And and you know, I think that is really optimistic. I, I don't think so. In what I, I'm not sure exactly what you're you saying. You know, just in, in the the level of that to me, that's such a closed society that we you know that we I I just look at that and I go I don't think that we have many families like that anymore you know what I think I think you have to go to um boating clubs more <laughs> um, I think there's more than enough of them and yeah, they're, they're making not, sure yeah. that you know um, I think that we're looking at Megan McCain on a national network show because of who we're fu- I mean yeah. I, you know what I mean over and over again example after example after example yeah. from even the idea that that Ivanka and Jared both of them thought they could have a conversation about running for president um, as if they won't be but in jail they're, they're gonna be deep you know, in jail well they better be but, but my the thing is from my point of view so like the the way that it's the interpretation of this dance this denial of privilege this denial that, yeah. that any of that played a part in this man's life and then this weird whitewashing or colorization if you will of a man who spent his career changing his point of view in order to get elected Absolutely. And being very honest about that in many ways. Like saying, so becoming more conservative when that was the thing that would get him elected. Yep. Um, being critical of Ronald Reagan when he was running against him very harshly. And then um, adopting every single thing that Reagan said. And then when he went from for president himself, going with it because that seemed to work. And over and over again, the way I, I heard this person interpret that was, here is a man who was willing to work across the aisle. Here's a man who is willing to do what it takes. Uh, yeah, do what it took for, to further his own career well, you know what, and get elected. You know, he did that over and over again. And he had no core. And here's the deal that exactly What, what when I what I remember about Bush being president, number one, Bush, Bush, number one, was the fact that everybody remembers him as a weak president, so weak that he couldn't after Reagan come get get reelected again. Well, but you know what? I didn't realize this twice in this report. Do you know that none, that never happens? The last time that happened was like Van Buren. Like it's been a long, it actually is really hard for vice presidents to get yep. elected president. Yeah, but he did. He, and then, and then to get a second term. Yeah. So he already had beaten the odds at that. But then the thing is, yes, he's remembered as that. I mean, Dana Carvey isn't it? Dana Carvey did the the Trump the Bush. Uh, remember yes. he did? It? He, yeah. I guess they they played how um, when Bush was leaving to show that he to sort of lift people's spirits, he had Dana Carvey come to the White House and perform for the staff him. Mm-hmm. And so he's standing next to him, and Carvey's like, "This is kind of odd.
1: This is very very strange." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I actually, I was staying in the Lincoln bedroom last night, and I couldn't resist getting on the phone, and I called up the Secret Service as the President. Feel like going jogging tonight.
0: In the nude. I mean, I remember that being funny, but if you yeah. remember back to, and I thought that was important because I went, you know what? That was another time when Saturday Night Live, before we, we rest all our laurels on more recent folk, right. you know, really was on top of taking to task yeah. officials. But not. But this is why I go, why didn't George Bush get a second term senior? And I, in my view, it's this exact thing that somehow he's being lauded for, which is this is a man who advocated against civil rights to get elected and then told people afterwards, well, I hope I don't have to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to do that. You did it to, You did it in a very cynical yeah. and um, I think questionably, you know, immoral way to get, just to get elected. And he was the head of the CIA during some of the most well, that is the treacherous thing that, that people, <laughs> you know. That, that is the thing that I feel like people have let him off the hook for. Yeah, they almost act like it's like he was like the, the a Keebler elf for the, you know, he was Santa in the White House for a while. I'm like, dude, head of the CIA. And he was so important that he got his son elected. Like, and then, and and here's the thing they, they really thought they did. were going to get the other son. Elected. I was about to say they really did think that they were going to have this dynasty. You well, know? they do. I mean, they already do at this point. Yeah, you know, there's no question. Um that, but you know, because it's not like Jeb didn't get to go be be anybody, mm-hmm. right? You know, governor of Florida mm-hmm. for how long? Um, and uh, so, to me, there's you know unquestionably the thing that I will say in the talk about george H w Bush that I think is fair is that he personally not his wife yeah but he personally she passed earlier this year um it was this year yes mm-hmm. yeah he personally had a they all did actually there was the civility issue yeah. this issue of people how people talk about their disagreements elected officials mm-hmm. talk about their disagreements or talk about each other was very different for example when they made points of uh, made a point of how when obama came to texas george he, george hw Bush met him at the airport right. and when he was asking a reporter what are you doing here He was like well when a president comes to your state as a former president, you greet them. Yeah. He had manners, yeah. you know, um, but this is a person, you know, people talk about the and you, war in Kuwait. And you, and you can see that, you can see that he has those manners because his son has those manners. Yes, much more. We've, we've now moved away from the norms of just sort of general congeniality right. or whatever but um, but I would I will admit that with this particular Kabbalah regime I don't think there is no common ground no. so that's no. I'm not I'm not as critical of people in this situation but I do think you're right I think that it is fair to this is his entire life and his entire legacy and being critical of somebody being honestly critical of somebody does not have to be that it doesn't yeah. have to be um, garbage talk but I also don't have to kiss the ring right. on everything this is a person this is the Willie Horton election yeah this is this is the election where they pulled out... He was running against Dukakis and pulled out the... you know the, It was the prisoner parole program. or was like weekend mm-hmm. pass thing and Willie Horton was a, a convicted felon. I, I believe he was in, a violent crime offender and I can't remember for what specifically. But I remember... T- I think it was Time or was Newsweek. Don't let me say. But it was one of these big magazines. They darkened his skin and yeah. then became a big issue at the time because, of course, it was racist and whack. But he... This is... J- To be clear, while not using divisive language in his own rhetoric necessarily, ran very negative campaigns all through his career in order to get elected. He reduced people down to Willie, he reduced a caucus down to Willie Horton and ran an incredibly divisive and racist, many people said, and Mm -hmm. I agree with, campaign. So in my view, there are things to praise about everyone and there, well, not everyone, but about him. But I agree with you. I think that it is, I don't have a problem with people having critique of somebody who ran for national who was the president. Yeah. It's not like we're talking about you know one of the characters from a sitcom. Yeah. This is like, you know, like this is a person and we and we're not talking to his family and this isn't you're not yeah. you're not going to their house with a ham and a complaint list. <laughs> like it's, you know, here's my thing I just you know I get it I get it for everybody I don't know why we can't have mail on Wednesday <laughs> that I have to say is annoying to me personally because I have products for my hip which hurts coming yes um, but yeah I, that was weird to me that we're, so we're not going to have mail on uh, Wednesday of this week in honor of the uh, passing of George H.W. Bush yes and also we have to just say that today uh, it's Tuesday as we record the Dow drops by 799 points that's becoming a daily event um And you know, and and uh, people are saying, uh, specialists are saying that this is the precursor to a recession. Though nobody wants, I I really hope not. No, (laughs) it's going to. Oh no, they've been saying it's happening. I'm sorry. Just get ready. People, save us if you can't save some money, save some money. Frangela. There are a million things demanding your time. No. Contact lenses shouldn't be one of them. That's right. That's Simple where- Contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. You're on the couch? Yes. You can order from there. Order your contacts. Yes. At the office? Order, order your, your contacts. contacts. At your girlfriend's house? Yes. Order your contacts. <laughs> yes. The doctor's office is now wherever you are. The Simple Contacts vision test is self-guided and takes less than five minutes. Think of how much time you save compared to making an appointment, getting to the eye doctor, taking time off. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. all of that. All yeah, that. yeah, all that. It's designed by ophthalmologists and a licensed doctor reviews every test so you can skip the office visit but not the care. And the reviews speak for themselves. Simple Contacts has been rated five stars over 5,000 times on the App Store. You can text with a support team and you will always get to speak to a person. No automated robot system. That's right. Simple Contacts has all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with so you never have to shine Around to find your lenses at the best price, which is the part I hate. To I me, this know. is the, one of the coolest parts about this is that because I feel this duty and this diligence, and uh, frankly, the economic need mm-hmm. to look around and try to find a good price. And I don't, you don't have to do that with simple contacts. That's right. The vision test is only $20. Compare that with an appointment without insurance, could cost up to $200. Exactly. Okay, the contact lenses price uh, are unbeatable. Standard shipping is free, and best of all, we're offering a promotion to. To our listeners. Exactly. So the contact lens prices are unbeatable. The vision test is only $20 and shipping is free. Best of all, our listeners get twenty dollars off their first simple contacts order with promo code Frangela Twenty. Try it for yourself and save twenty dollars on your lenses by going to simplecontacts.com slash frangela twenty or entering the code Frangela Twenty at checkout. We want to mention that this isn't a replacement for your periodic full health eye care exam. Right. You still need to get those occasionally, but it is the most convenient way to renew a prescription and reorder your contacts if your vision hasn't changed. Yeah. Just don't take it from us, though. All right. Simple Contacts has been rated five stars again over 5,000 times on the App Store. And that is, my friends, impressive. So, again, get $20 off at SimpleContacts.com slash Frangela20 or just enter the code Frangela20 at checkout. That's Frangela, F-R-A-N-G-E-L-A, 20, the number 20 at yeah. checkout. Save time, save money, and save yourself a headache with Simple Contacts. Oh my goodness, I love my Tomboy X underwear, Oh, only as much as I love them, which is (laughs) infinite. Tomboy X has solved so many problems for me. This is my new favorite thing. Yes. Okay, Tomboy X panties. Let me tell you something about them. First of all, I'm so sick of getting underwear as a gift from here as an adult. I still get underwear from my mom, and a lot of times it's more about warmth. (laughs) than comfort or attractiveness or <laughs> well, hipness. Well, my Tomboy X underwear, it's like putting on a dream wrapped in a cloud. That's exactly what it's like. If you want to know what that's like, you have to get some Tomboy X. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. It's underwear. I'm over underwear that was more frills than function. I'm, I, I want underwear that shows me as I see myself. and Powerful. Yes. Strong. strong. And you know what? And there's so many designs to choose from. And you can get it in bikinis, briefs, boxer briefs, trunks, and boy shorts. Get out one of each. There's what each. Th- two of each. But you could have whatever you want. Soft bras, razorback bras, in everyday basic colors, fun seasonal prints, which are, they're all, they're really fun. Yes. And brilliant colors. All options come in extra small to 4X. Why? Because they are good to Americans. They are. And let me tell you something. They fit and they're comfortable. So regardless of where you fall on the size or gender spectrum, Tomboy X offers amazing underwear that anybody feels comfortable in. Go to TomboyX.com slash Frangela and check out their special bundles and Hat pricing and and the final word listeners will get an extra fifteen percent off with code Frangela. Again, code Frangula, that's Frangela. That's F R A N G E L A for an extra fifteen percent off. Ditch whatever you're wearing right now. Just take them off. Yes. Get rid of them. Snatch them off. Ditch. Just ditch them for a pair of Tomboy X underwear. Go to tomboyx.com/slash Frangela. Today, as we as we are recording. Senator Lindsey Graham, Bob Corker, everybody suddenly is concerned about the war in Yemen. Suddenly, we're the, wondering the about... starving star- people... What's yeah. it, 20 people? 20 million people? Yep. Starving? Suddenly, there's concern over the Saudi Arabian uh, family, and perhaps the fact that MBS did... Uh, today, uh, they got... Senators got a group of senators, got a briefing, and finally, Gina Haskell, the new head of the CIA, finally got to be at it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They hadn't brought her in at all before now, which is odd. Mm-hmm. Um, and they walked out of this meeting, all of them pretty much, it looks like, saying, uh, if you don't know that the that MBS the, uh, prince from Saudi Arabia you don't know that he ordered this yeah. then you're stupid. Uh, Senator Corker came out and said if the crown this is a quote if the crown prince went in front of a jury he would be convicted in 30 minutes yep. you know here's my thing for uh, the murder of Khashoggi I don't know if I yes, said that or yes. not I'm sorry for complicity in the murder of the reporter from Washington Post, Post and resident of the U.S. Uh, Khashoggi yeah here's my thing when you look at this situation you go now what? because because right after he said he made that statement a reporter asked about uh you know sanctions mm-hmm. and he was like uh, wh- uh what huh because you, you can come out here and you can say all these things but unless you put something with some teeth in it that's right That all you're doing is doing the Lindsey. I like to call it the Lindsey Graham shuffle that thank you and this is the reason don't be, get it twisted it's because of midterms yeah. it's because of what they learned from the midterms that's right. and it's because of what they know is going to happen in 2020 yep. so they're trying to distance so suddenly they're critical and vocal so last week the Senate took the historic step of voting to take up a resolution spearheaded by senator bernie sanders and mike lee of utah that's so that's bipartisan uh to end u.s support for the saudi-led coalition fighting the houthi rebels in yemen yeah um that's that's the first step to getting a resolution to the floor and that's supposed to be their say you know the the conjecture is it's the signal to the trump administration to back off that's right that you aren't that we can't let but this Trump go but Trump can't down. read no signals Trump let me tell you read, something that I was read. at the Resolute desk and I had chopped it up with and put that on a fire <laughs> and I was sending him smoke signals right in front of his face right he would still be like huh well, my what uh, should we get swimsuit models and write it across their <laughs> maybe, bodies maybe it's maybe. still words maybe through pictures yes Uh. yeah but that's so that's happening today we see people senators coming out and saying Look we got we can't just openly we can't just deal with the so- Saudi Arabia anymore we yeah. have to have to be some we have to have some convictions behind the hacking up attack assassination yeah. of a reporter who was a resident of this country mm-hmm. um, uh, you know allowed to live here um, and worked for the Washington Post inside of his own embassy uh, yeah maybe we do have to care about that yeah. um, also we wanted to mention real quick that I, I wanted to make it clear that a couple weeks ago or I believe earlier last week we received sort of an announcement through the the white house that, that we were going to imminently soon see um, a legislation or a you know some sort of order trying to ban bump stocks and where is it I know. I'm so sick of them saying we're gonna do this and it not happening. So please call people, and be like, where's my bump stock ban? Yeah. And we also want to remind you to sign up for Obamacare uh at healthcare.gov. Uh the deadline is December fifteenth, okay? So, you know, there's a woman, I forget, I just saw a, a, a meme of her. She was filling helping people fill out their Obamacare stuff. She said, because it is purposely yes. scary and frightening and confusing. It is. It's meant to, to keep you it. away. Golly. Especially uh, a lot of people don't have access to internet or access to computers. And if you do, you have a laptop, you can even just get go around to people be like, you need help signing up for Obamacare Yeah. for your ACA. Get that. And um, what I have found when I filled out the forms is a lot of times when I didn't know, I went, I don't know. I don't understand the question. Yeah. And it that actually worked mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like they asked for him for more information but yes please please go to healthcare.gov and um, was that right yeah healthcare.gov yeah. before December 15th um, and make sure you get yours because it here's the deal no matter what they do to it the sign up numbers are important because that those numbers will show these people who want to get reelected yeah. how important this issue is to people well it was the number one issue that people voted for in this past well the non-racist voted for the <laughs> oh, racist that- Number one issue was keep the brown people down. Right, that yes, down and out. Yes, and they that they were clear about that. I feel like they've been clear all the time, but people keep adding other issues to them. Yeah, but you know when you have eight million people show up and vote more than people have ever expected and sign up it, record sign up yes will, will also signal to these people yeah. how much people still want this exactly so treat us as, as, it, it, like it's as important as your health because it is yes it is your health and that is our final word That's now our final it's word. time for emails emails time to go get your email get them. Get, em. <laughs> get em we want to thank them. you as always for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com uh, we do answer all our emails um, we're not really too happy a little bit behind mm. like maybe a weekish mm-hmm. um, on some but um, ha- just know that a lot of times we read them and we read them to each other before we're able to actually respond so yes. we have seen them if yes. you haven't heard yours yet Yes. this first one uh, the subject line is perfect mm. it's called it's smart funny beautiful Wow. Well, I wonder what she's talking about hello. this is from normal P yes Says, hi, Frangela. This is my second time to write you. The first, you actually read my email on the podcast. We did it I, again. Yes. Norma, yes. you found the formula. Yes, <laughs> <So>. I applaud. <laughs> I just finished listening to Resist and I loved it. That's Thank our you. comedy album. It's called Resist. I don't know if we mentioned that. I don't know if we mentioned it. It's that. called Resist. It is. Everyone should buy it immediately. I also wanted to say I saw you in the New Orleans airport a couple of weeks ago, not in person, bummer, but on the TV at the bar. I squealed out loud. I live in a me timeless market, and it was so cool to see you on TV. I'm so glad you're back with Steffi on Fridays. Much love to you, Norma, on, in, in San Fran. Thank, Thank you, Norma. Norma. And I like the way Norma's spending her time. I know. So I feel like Norma's spending her time checking up on us. And Yes. Next. Norma, yes. you're an American hero. Yes, yes, yes. yes. This next one is uh, from Bill and Jody. Thank you. And uh, you had to read this this limerick, Angela. Okay, so they wrote a limerick that I'm excited to read. Uh, so they said, again, they're happy to see us back on Stephanie. So we're on Stephanie Miller's show. We do Fries with Frangela mm-hmm. um, on, on the amazing and wonderful Stephanie Miller on her uh, nationally syndicated all over the place show. And we'll be filling in for her, I think, the week of the New Year's week. Yeah, like Wednesday yes, through first, Friday. Yeah, because yeah, the yeah. first two days are, are recovery slash holiday days. <laughs> totally. Um, so, because, ooh, I'm excited for this year to end. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh you know what's funny when we walk up here into Westwood One where we record thankfully and gratefully record our podcast? Mm-hmm. People here want this year done. They really do. It is decorated to the hilt for the new year. Right. It's like happy new year. And it has been for the last month. Right. Happy not, new year! Not, not Christmas, <laughs> not Hanukkah, not Christmas Kwanzaa. <laughs> Happy New Year! Yeah, we're They're like done. No, done, done, done. Um, so this is um, this is a, a rendering, a reading from Jody. Mm-hmm. Let me begin. As we carry on with this rhyme, it looks like the Trumps will do time. How much we don't know, but you reap what you sow, and his fixer has dropped the dime. <laughs> <laughs> when we really just wanted to mope, the blue wave has given us hope that the Dems in the halls will grow them some balls and get rid of that big orange dope. <laughs> <laughs> a witch hunt, a hoax, he'll thunder. But here's what I really wonder. Will the GOP wail as they all go to jail and the party they love goes asunder? Just asking. That was beautiful. Woo! Yes. Thank you. <clears throat> love a lyric. Thank you, and, Uh And this final email, the... um subject line is the house lots of exclamation points this is from Marie and Marie wrote I think a very (laughs) pithy and powerful email yes it says subpoena power baby (laughs) that's what it says in case you didn't know what's important what you got out of this you got subpoena power baby I would give anything to hear Adam Schiff say that (laughs) to have Adam Schiff go subpoena power baby just like that come Mm -hmm. on if we meet him, we are going to have to ask him to do it. Now it's time for resistance. Up, 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 up. I, I don't know. I, there's something about the up, 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 up that I really enjoy. Really? I, I don't know what it is, mm. but it's fabulous. Mm. Um, we this this we want to get. I mean, it's we should be doing this all the time, but uh, we're looking at how can you help feed each other. You know, many people in this country, many more than are uh, right. It's a number of children mm-hmm. uh, live in poverty, and 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 beyond that live. What is it? It's food. Um, oh, what is it's the not term food for, challenged. It's not it, food challenge, But uh, it, it's like, yes, but it's yeah. basically food with food scarcity issues. Mm-hmm. and um, Which basically means that, you know, when you don't, my mother works in the um, school system, and she talks about how kids in the school, it's a very poor community, that kids start to behave worse as they get closer to holidays and as they get closer to time off. And I was like, why is that? And she goes, well, for many of these kids, school is the one time they know they're going to get a meal, have heat have, wa- you know, clean water that's running and all of that. And so when they know that they're not going to be at school for a week or two weeks, they get scared because yeah. they don't it's know stressful. if there's going to be enough food. And it's extremely stressful. So they start fighting and they get yeah. they get, you know, so... It str- causes it's it's trauma. It's really upsetting how many people live in poverty in America. So, um... We want to support the work of Feeding America. It's a nationwide network of food banks, which not only helps put nutritious food in the stomachs of people who don't have enough, but aims to address the root causes of hunger as well through research and advocacy and awareness campaigns. So if you give $25, it helps provide enough meals to a person for over 10 weeks. That's amazing. $25. $50 helps provide over two and a half months of meals to two hungry children, $50. If you just now bought some back gadget Mm -hmm. to scratch your back or put lotion on it, how'd you know? Because I know you, and I, I know you were watching Home Shopping right before we, we left. <laughs> That's true. Next time you're about to do that, why not spend that twenty five dollars or fifty dollars and and give it to Feeding America? A mm-hmm. hundred dollars helps provide a family of four with enough meals for almost three months. Yes, 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 yes. They're if, in every county in the if country. You, if you or someone you know is in need of help, Feeding America operates food banks in our country uh, here. Okay, in every county, in, in, in every county, and so you can find a local pantry. All right, so go to so all you need to do is to go to Feeding America and there's a, like there'll be a thing you can hit that will tell you where your local pantry is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we want to obviously rate they help raise awareness around poverty and address people needing food and if you if you if you get a little extra money Please do. Yes, 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 yes. You know what? We want to thank our producers, Joey Salvia, Lindsay Floyd, and Jack Silver. So we much really here at Westwood One. Westwood One. Uh, and we want to remind you to get our comedy album, Resist, please. at iTunes or at killrockstars.com. You can also get your fuck Trump sign there. That's right. It's an official Frangela. Trump Trump's Um and to watch Me Time with Frangela if you can if not if you're in a Me Time with Frangela challenged environment mm-hmm. then go to Me Time with and go to the YouTube channel for Me Time and sign up at Me Time Frangela and follow and see videos and it's a lot of fun yes and um, what do we have another th- oh and the podcast and the uh, the dialogue we dialogue. Have the dialogue this week with uh, Danny Zucker um, the EP of Modern Family which is amazing talking about his Twitter war with Trump so please check that out yes 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 I'm Francis Collier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The, the Final Word. Word. Westwood One's Women Want to Hear Women with me, Elena Smith. Danielle Bradbury, and welcome to the podcast. Hello. Like, ask everybody, not just the women. I feel like if it's just the women, it's only going to stay in the women and and not be worldwide like it should be. So the guys should talk about it, too, and and not be afraid to. I feel like we should all just pitch
1: it. Women Want to Hear Women with me, Elena Smith. Download it free and easy wherever you get your podcasts from the Westwood One Podcast Network.